Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It's once again time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on WMAF. We're so glad to be with you. If you're listening live right there now in North Florida, Madison, and South Georgia, we're so glad that you are tuned in to WMAF, and we are certainly happy to be part of the broadcast family right here on WMAF, along with other ministers in your area right there in Madison and North Florida. We're part of that great company that is publishing God's Word in these last and final uh, days and months uh, and minutes of, of human history. I believe Jesus is coming very, very soon. And we want to run the race that is set before us. Uh, we're in the kingdom uh, for a time such as this. This is a terrible time, a perilous time, prophetically, according to the Scripture. And yet we are here. We are in this generation, and we are here as Christians for a time such as this. And for every Christian that has been discouraged, distracted, uh, and, and defrauded of our rightful place uh, in, in the history of the church, in the history of the world, to be part of what I believe to be the last day generation, that we might be able to be the witnesses for Christ that we need to be in this time. So we pray you'll stay tuned today. And if you're not a Christian, would you please stay tuned for this journey into the Word of God. We believe that you will you will have some clarity given uh, to where we are in human history, where we are in prophetic time, biblically, and that you, if you haven't chosen Christ as your Savior yet, if, if you have been putting off that choice that you know that you need to make, I pray you will make it today. Before this broadcast is over, you will have an opportunity to change masters. You will have an opportunity to change your destiny. You will have an opportunity to allow God to forgive you because of the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ, shed in your behalf. Uh, and you'll have the opportunity, therefore, to receive Christ as your Savior as you repent of your sin. God is so good today. Don't, don't turn the dial. We want you to come on this journey with us. Praise God. Amen. We're taking our text on the subject, Winning the Race and Receiving the Crown, from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 through 27. Winning the race, receiving the crown. And it says simply this, and I'm just going to read the first two verses. The Apostle Paul's writing to give encouragement and incentive to people just like you and just like me that are easily distracted and easily discouraged. To, if you're in the race, to stay in the race. If you're, if you're, if you have been sidelined, to get back in the race and run it with perseverance. Hallelujah. First Corinthians nine twenty four and twenty five. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you might obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. It is very clear that Paul's devotion 
and the discipline that he developed out of that devotion to Jesus Christ was because he had a reward in view. He had a crown in view. And he knew the promise of God to bless uh, while here upon the earth and to reward eternally those that would remain faithful unto him. And we talked about already the crown of life and the crown of righteousness, but this other crown was in view called the crown of glory. And we want to talk about that today. Amen. Right here in this Bible study, uh, and we want to uh, bring this scripture from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 1 through 4. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 1 through 4. And I want to make this statement today that Jesus Christ himself will personally honor faithful servants. He will personally honor faithful servants. And the scripture simply says, The elders which are among you I exhort, whom am also an an elder, and a witness to the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but an example unto the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive the crown of glory that fadeth not away. Hallelujah. The chief shepherd is none other than Jesus Christ. He's called the good shepherd, uh, he's, but he is also the chief shepherd. And when he comes, all of the under-shepherds that have served him faithfully are going to receive a particular peculiar reward. And it's called the crown of glory. And Jesus is going to grant it personally. You see, it's not only for just under shepherds, i.e. pastors and, and evangelists and those who are called to, to lead by example primarily and secondarily by teaching the Word of God, the flock of God. Friend of mine, every Christian that serves God with faithfulness is going to be rewarded with the crown of glory. You know, David was called uh, by the Scripture a man after God's own heart because when Saul was failing God and becoming unfaithful to God, God said through the prophet, I will find me a man. I will handpick literally me a man after my own heart that will obey me in all that I command him. That's the faithfulness that God is looking for. Amen. And in the New Testament, Paul talked uh, in Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2. Easy to remember, 2 Timothy 2, 2. He said, The things that thou hast heard of me, commit thou unto faithful men who shall teach others also. So God's commendation and Christ's recognition of faithful servants to be honored by God the Father and God the Son will be given this crown of righteousness. Christ said of Nathanael, Behold an Israelite in whom there is no guile. 
no no pretense, someone who is genuine and authentic and therefore would be faithful. The widow who out of her own penury or need gave two mites, Jesus said, this woman gave more than them all. And he memorialized her. He said, she's going to be remembered. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And we're talking still about the widow's mites and the widow who gave it and the way God honored when she gave her best faithfully. It didn't matter how much it was because the scripture began this way that at when the, the temple was opened and the opportunity to give, Jesus stood and watched not what they gave, but how they gave. Friend, we're going to be rewarded for being faithful over what God has made us stewards over. And if we're faithful over a few things, he said he would make us ruler over many. But he said also there is a crown of glory that will be given to us. And his honor really is our glory. Hallelujah. Jesus was mocked and wore a crown of thorns. But now, he will wear forever throughout all eternity a crown of glory. In Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 and verse 10, it says, But we see Jesus, who is made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. You know, being faithful under the pressure, being faithful under the persecution, being faithful when, when the winds are against us and running with perseverance the race that is set before us. This is, this is what God grants the crown of glory for, is our faithfulness. That's why Jesus taught in the New Testament that when I come back to the earth, shall I find faith? And this use of the word faith is not faith to get a mansion on a hill, as I've said before, or faith to drive a Maserati instead of a Mercury. Listen, friend, this faith is the word used for faithfulness, pistis. It's the word that was used for being faithful. And it is why the crown of life was granted, because of our, our continuance to trust Christ and look to Christ, as the Scripture said. We are made partakers of Christ if we keep the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. You see the element of faithfulness, and you see the element of faithfulness when it says, they that endure to the end shall be saved. Faithfulness faithfulness. This is something that God honors so very, very highly. Jesus was mocked, and they put a crown of thorns on him, but God has given him for his faithfulness while suffering, giving him the crown of glory. 
one crown is going to pass away, uh, and that is the crown of persecution. That crown of thorns will, will wither up and rot away wherever it fell to the ground from the cross. But the crown of faith, the crown of glory <laughs> is the eternal honor that is given for faithfulness. And Paul wrote about that. And I want to read it from Romans chapter 8 to give us a little more insight into this incentive that he had to run the race under pressure, under persecution. Listen to what it said in Romans chapter 8, verse 16 through 18. It said, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children then heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified together. This is the crown of glory that when we identify with His sufferings. You know, Paul uh, had so many persecutions and things that he suffered for the sake of the gospel. And you know what he called them with this crown in view? What, 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 he, what he looked at all of that with, he looked past all of that to this crown, this opportunity to honor God with faithfulness, to honor Christ by being faithful to Him. <laughs> and he said, For these light afflictions, which are but for a moment, worketh for us an exceeding weight of glory. Listen, he saw that glory. He saw it. And he looked past the sufferings to the day when he would receive that crown and that honor. Hallelujah. Verse 18 said, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. He knew a day was coming. He knew a time was coming. He knew that God is not unrighteous to forget our work and our labor of love. And that the same glory, that's what it means to be joint heirs with Jesus. We're heirs of the glory that God has given Him for His faithfulness in Gethsemane to say, Not my will thine, knowing what lay ahead. For that walk down the Villa Della Rosa, for that, 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 that beating and that whipping and that torturing that he received and yet continued up Golgotha's hill to the cross and stayed on that cross faithfully until the sin debt was paid in full. Friend of mine, to think that just continuing to be faithful to God in my personal walk with Christ, that God would grant me that kind of glory together with Him. I don't deserve the glory that He receives because I didn't suffer like He suffered. And yet if I am faithful in my calling and I'm faithful under the pressures that I receive, I mean, I'm faithful. No wonder Paul, compared to Christ's suffering, said these light afflictions. Put your butt for a moment. You know, our life here is so quick. I'm going to turn 70 my birthday. And, and I always thought, you know, I, that's, that's way out there. That's in the, the far distant future. 
You know, the Bible said of man's lifespan here on earth, some die younger, some die older, but the median level, three score and ten, is given to man. And by reason of strength, if you're especially healthy, especially strong uh, in, in, your, in your immune system, by reason of strength, four score, maybe even eighty. But friend of mine, no one lives uh, eternally. There is a cutoff point, And we all get to a stage in life when we realize we, the most of our life is behind us. And the, the very short left of life is before us. And we need to run with patience the race that is set before us. And if you're out of the race... God wants you to get back in the race. Don't think about the pressures you're under, the problems you've had. Think about the glory that's going to be revealed in us on the day when we stand before God. And we're honored by Him saying to us, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. And the glory that, that, that He honors Christ with, He will honor us with for just being faithful under our pressures and our callings and our persecutions. We received a letter uh, uh, from a, a very desperate wife uh, that, that comes to our website from Pakistan. A very desperate wife of a husband who husband and wife are sharing the gospel and have been threatened with death. And finally, her husband was arrested and he was taken away. And she implored us to please, please, please pray for us. Please pray that God will protect us and keep us. The persecution is so strong for anyone sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ in Pakistan. How can they do this knowing the threat? How can they stand and put their life on the line and their liberty on the line day by day except they look past this present suffering to the day when they stand before Jesus and hear Him say, Well done, my good and faithful servants. Friend, most of us here in the United States of America are not under that kind of pressure, not under that kind of threat. We're not asked to devote that deeply, to commit that completely, even to the death. But we sometimes, even without that kind of pressure and persecution and threat, are easily discouraged and we are sidelined and we get out of the race. And I was convicted. I've complained too much. And I preached a message. There should be more within a message on that Sunday morning when we prayed together for that, this dear Christian family in Pakistan that has come to our website and, and prayed that, that God would keep them and God would encourage them and, and God would give them that backbone of steel that Paul had, hallelujah, through His grace and through His mercy, and God would protect them. And, and we, we all, I, I believe I speak for everyone in the congregation, were convicted of the times when we let little things in comparison get us down, little things to keep us from God's house and from God's worship and from God's word and from the fellowship with God's people. What a privilege we have here in America 
to serve God without that kind of threat upon us. And yet, to let things get in the way, not the big things like they are facing, but the little things. You know, the Scripture said it is the little foxes that spoil the vine. It's some of those little things that we don't deal with and we should deal with that is keeping us from living that faithful Christian life that will bring honor and glory to God and that one day He will share that glory that is this really truly belongs to Christ alone. But being a joint heir with Christ means that one day if we're faithful, that crown of glory will be shared with you and with me. Praise God. Amen. And in the context of that kind of prayerful service of intercession, I made the statement, and I'm making it again to this listening congregation today, there should be more, less sighing and more singing in the children of God, particularly here in America, where we have the freedom to serve Him, the freedom to serve God, to worship Him, to hear His Word, to be in a, in a circumstance where we can, we can encourage one another. You know, the Bible said, Forsake not the assembling of yourself together, as the manner of some is, and more uh, in this day it seems like. We don't see how important it is for us to be in a situation where we can be encouraged and where we can encourage others. If you're wondering about your ministry, it doesn't begin with some calling to the nations. It begins with a calling to the body of Christ itself. Hallelujah. That we, that each part of the body supply that that every other part needs. And that is our strength. And that's why as we see the day approaching and we know that we're in the last of the last days and we are in the perilous time. And we're in a time when the, the whole scripture of the perilous times uh, in context connotates the reducing of the strength. You see, there's something that is said about wolves. They generally hunt in packs and the strength of the pack is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pact. You see, friend of mine, God has designed us to interact with one another. And that's why all the way from Pakistan, I want to adopt this family as my family and intercede for this family in Pakistan, just like I would intercede for my family here in America. And my family is not just my bloodline. It's my brothers and my sisters, my brethren in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. How we need the church to become more than an organization, but a living organism. As the scripture said, a building that is fitly framed together by God for a habitation of God by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Your pastor has often said, I do not want victory just for my sake. I do not want to walk in victory just to bring, uh, bring glory to myself and to declare that I am faithful. 
I want victory, not just so I can watch television without pain. I want victory today to bring glory to my King. And if we endure the hard stuff and faithfully serve Him, we will bring honor to His name. And, and, and He will reward us with the crown of glory. His honor for honoring Him. Praise God. In, in Revelation 19 and verse 12, concerning Jesus Christ, they said, On His head were many crowns. Hallelujah. And you know something? Crowns are not only on His head. Crowns are at His feet. Hallelujah. I, I don't know what we're going to be given. These are spiritual crowns, but I believe there are literal crowns that will be given because the four and twenty elders took their crowns and they cast them at the feet of Jesus. And if there is a crown that I receive, a crown of life, a crown of righteousness, a crown of glory, if there's some physical crown that I am given, it's going to be my honor, it's going to be my great pleasure to take that crown and cast it at the feet of Jesus. Because if it wasn't for His suffering on the cross, if it wasn't for His promise, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you, I will go with you all the way. If it wasn't for the grace and mercy that has been granted to me, for Jesus' sake, no crown would be given me. All of the glory for all of the faithfulness that we are, are given through His grace and mercy should go to the One who made it all possible. Not to us, we used to sing. Not to us, but to Thy name be glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Crown Him, the songwriter said, with many crowns, our oh, friend, and to be able, I bow down. One song lyric says of praise, I bow down and cast my crown at the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, this crown is worth running full out for. If you have been discouraged, if you have been distracted, if you know that right now you are sidelined, you're out of the race, and the devil is isolating you from the body of Christ and keeping you from being encouraged and being an encourager within the context of the, the real spiritual body of Jesus called the church. I pray in the name of Jesus today that you will rise up and that you will stand up. Hallelujah. Praise God. I remember the humorous story of the little boy who w would stand beside his daddy in this great church, and they sang from the old hymnals, Wise up, rise up, rise up, O men of God, be done with earthly things. And he couldn't pronounce his R's, so he would say, Wise up, wise up, O men of God. And today, friend, we need to rise up. We need to wise up. Praise God. We need to understand how important it is that we do not let anything keep us 
from running with patience, with perseverance, the race that is set before us. Friend, I'm telling you today, God is calling you. He is calling me like never before to rise up, O men and women of God, and be done with earthly things. I believe with all of my heart God is speaking to someone in particular today. Someone who has been discouraged. Someone that is out of the race to rise up. Come on. Get back in the race. Let's run for Jesus until He comes. And if you don't know Christ as your personal Savior today, I want to declare unto you that He loves you. And if you will repent of your sin and receive Jesus as your Savior right now, a change will occur within. An empowerment will be given you to live faithfully for Him. And if you choose to do that, all of heaven's resources will be yours. You can be delivered. You can and will be set free. You will come out initially of the prison house of darkness, but every prison of habit that holds you back, every chain will be broken. For whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And you can run this race with us, and you can finish the course. And together we can share the crown of glory throughout all eternity. Well, we love you today. Would you come back next week? Dear friends, and let's talk about Jesus.